Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. Hello. 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 Hell. Oh. Hell. 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 Oh. You know what? I think we nailed the intro. Um, we, we sure did. I, that is I our best confident. intro we've ever done. <laughs> so, uh, Hellfest. Hell, yep, we watched Hellfest. Just Hellfest is the go, best. Go right into it. Because <laughs> you yeah. two have seen this movie before, but I never have. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it when it was in theaters. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I don't remember what that got, was. We got free tickets like through two or three years ago when it came out oh, oh yeah free? i didn't yeah. remember that it was it was for like free movie night or something oh yeah like our, our our college for the for the audience the uh our college didn't like did uh like free movie nights so they would give us free movie passes to go um into like the like downtown kind of hustling bustling part of town and go to the movie theater there and it was pretty fun yeah, it was really, those were like some of my favorite memories. That's how we saw um, Get Out for the first time. Oh, yeah. that was so good. Yeah, that was a great one. And then I watched it again, uh, like, the year after in class. So, like. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I think Thor yeah. Ragnarok, maybe? Thor Ragnarok yeah, might have been one. Was- I know, I know we also got. Uh, free movie passes to go see Doctor Strange when it came out. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Good Sometimes times. they did, um, like, promotions to, like, if a movie was coming out early or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We would, like, get tickets through some of the film professors. So mm-hmm. I think, like, I went to go see La La Land that way. Um, there was something else. I don't remember what it was. Well, and in addition to that, you kind of gave us the real life experience of Hellfest when you worked at a <laughs> yeah. amusement park at during Halloween, and you mm-hmm. got us in, and we got to go on some of the scare attractions, and I had a freaking amazing time. I I love that experience. <laughs> I went through yeah. one, hurt my knee, and decided I wasn't going to do anymore, <laughs> which is totally valid. Um, yeah, I like yeah. I like kind of fell into a wall during the first haunt, and then I was like, no. <laughs> What was great about that one was it was existential. They, like, made you blow up the world, and it was, I yeah. was like, aw, damn. It reminded me a lot of, um... We live in a society. <laughs> well, it reminded me a lot of, like, the very beginning of the, the game Fallout 3, because, like, basically you go to this town, and, like, they, like, worship a bomb, and, like, that was kind of, like, the yeah, premise was, of yeah, the plot of that, that. that haunt. Or yeah. Planet of the Apes 2, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. They also worship a bomb. Two equally valid pieces of art. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was, so that was fun uh, a couple of years ago, obviously, like, pre-pandemic. Um, yeah. I worked at Haunted House, I did makeup. For the scare actors, occasionally I scare acted if we were short-staffed or uh, took tickets or something, but uh, it was really fun. We So our theme park had like a bunch of different haunted houses. We had some that were just like generic haunted house, and then we had a few that had themes. So the one they're talking about, it's like a plot line is like it's a cult that worships an atomic bomb. Um, obviously there was like a clown-themed haunted house and some other stuff so it was mm-hmm. it was really fun i like there was there. one another one of our friends 
worked at the same time that you did and she did uh she was like a bird person she was oh my god she tried to scare me so bad yeah i i didn't go in there because obviously i hurt myself (laughs) that one was a really Um, fun one though yeah yeah, they did like human animal hybrids because uh we the makeup for that was really fun they kept mm-hmm. saying they were going to turn me into a chicken because I kept <laughs> screaming and I am offended. If, if you're a chicken, at least maybe you'll be like one of the Muppet chickens, like Camille. Oh, so you're saying I have a chance with Gonzo? Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, maybe. I, I'm okay. just saying like the chickens from the Muppets are great. So being a chicken isn't all that bad. No, they're the equivalent <laughs> of the Rockettes in the Jim Henson verse. Very true. <laughs> all right i'm gonna cut us off there and bring us back to hellfest sorry so, <laughs> what, what i meant to establish was that is that we have an expert among us who can yes. validate or invalidate things Kai that is, were in this movie uh, Kai is I among mean, us it, are, are are they sus <laughs> oh my gosh thank you get us um, get us those middle schooler clicks <laughs> not really please don't listen to this podcast if you're younger than like 16 hey hey kids listen listen close turn up the volume on your headphones fuck <laughs> i got him uh, excuse you <laughs> so <laughs> we're fixing to talk about murders i think fuck is like not even that bad <laughs> tell that to the catholics all right plot time <laughs> that went that went places i wasn't expecting <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's get into the movie <laughs> all right so the plot of hellfest is there is this haunted house that's like super hardcore um and it's a like a whole friends. park dedicated to it yeah so a group of friends go for the night and um there's a person stalking them through the park that one of the girls thinks is a serial killer and the others are like no it's not and then um it turns out yeah it is a serial killer mm-hmm. and they're picked off one by one it's pretty like your basic slasher formula but it's just so smart in the way it does it as well in yeah. terms of it keeps you in the action and the suspense like you can always tell when an idea is brilliant when you thought when you think, oh, why didn't I think of that? And like a serial killer in a haunted house seems like such an obvious idea, but like this this movie nails it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think like it also presents a very believable situation because in a park like this, so they talk about like there's one area of the park where the um, actors can touch the guests. Mm-hmm. They so, have to sign waivers and all that. So yeah. That, mm-hmm. like, so, like, they, you know, yeah. they'll, like, fake stabbings and stuff like that. Um, so it makes it harder to notice if someone's actually oh. being killed. And then, plus, mm-hmm. like, everyone's drunk off their ass. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how it um, is at these parts. Uh, <laughs> I would feel point, is there's... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, is that... Was that something you had to deal with, Kai? Because I feel like alcohol, wouldn't that... I've heard enough terrible stories about people punching those poor scare performers just for doing their job. I feel like alcohol would make that so much worse. Yeah, we definitely did have a lot of that. Um, Mm. Like, I wasn't actually in the houses a lot, so I don't know how many people got hit. But it definitely happened a lot. We've had security, like, chase down people. Um, There's, like, two categories of people who are the worst. It's, like, 
drunk, middle-aged man who's overly aggressive and wants to prove his manliness by punching a person who uh, doesn't have that in their job description. Or, like, these bratty little kids that try to, like, sneak in or, like, make fun of, like, mess with people, like, move the props and stuff. Um, Those are, like, the two worst categories of people. Because for some reason, also, like, a lot of parents just treat a theme park like a babysitting service and will just, like, let their young kids wander off and do whatever they want. Yeah, that's not how you do uh, park park stuff. (laughs) Yeah, you don't just walk up to Mickey Mouse and fucking deck him. Yeah, exactly. you also don't just you you also don't just leave your kid with the person in the Mickey Mouse costume so you can go out to the parking lot to smoke. <laughs> That's right. a good point. <laughs> uh-huh. What the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. bitch? Come get your kid. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah. So there is like a subplot about like. Fucking, I don't know. She likes the guy, but the guy yeah. gets killed. How will they overcome this barrier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was way more chemistry mm-hmm. between the main character and her best friend than there mm-hmm. was between like any of the official couples. Also, yeah. I just have to bring this up. So, Bex Taylor Klaus is in this film, and mm-hmm. uh, they're playing a straight girl. And I'm like, no. It's this is not so weird. Like the, you, this person is not straight. Like look, like they even looked extremely gender nonconforming. Like you cannot convince me that they they were a, a straight girl. Like <laughs> like yeah. Pan, I could see Pan. Um, mm-hmm. It was just like, a, a, of course, appearance doesn't define anybody. But at, at the same time. It's like you kn- you know your people when you see them. Like there's the dyed yeah. hair that's purple. It's styled so cool. Yeah. The cool leather jacket and this the devil may care attitude and the absolute love of horror. The constant like I'm in my home. You're just like oh my goodness. The, the yeah. thing Come that here, alphabet mafia made it leader. Unbelievable is that like the boyfriend of that character seemed extremely straight, and I don't. <laughs> it's a little weird. I didn't. Um, I, I personally, I don't feel like we got to know him enough to know that there was one scene I know, with him. I really but like, liked. But I like, got himbo vibes. He was like a like extremely like stereotypical like jock persona almost, and I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. For me, the like, men, the goof. I saw him more as like the goof. I got yeah, that too. But like, I don't know. I I was getting jock jock vibes from him. He was definitely built. Like he looked he, like he was, he played he was a sport. Built. I, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's not totally out of the realm of believability, but it's just it was very odd seeing it for the first time. For me, I think just the men in this film were unnecessary, and I'm not saying that like yeah. they were annoying. It's just like they really didn't have much personality or anything to do other than just be their boyfriends and their romantic yeah. love interests. And the real relationships were in between the characters. And those were fascinating and, like, not super developed, but developed mm-hmm. enough that, like, we got an idea. Whereas with the boyfriends, it didn't matter. Like, when they got killed, I was like, uh, who are you again? <laughs> what is yeah. your vibe? Who like are you? The, the, boy- f- the boyfriends were kind of just there to bring kind of weird romantic subplots into the film. And like maybe necessary for the one scene in the bathroom where the 
security guard is like, your boyfriend's pranking you because, you know. Well, okay, the thing with the point. phone was cool, though. I really yeah. liked that. Um, so, like, at, at one point, like, the girls go into a into the bathroom and uh, the killer follows them in there. But one of them leaves and then it's, like, just the one girl and she's trying to text her boyfriend. And every time it, she texts him, like, a phone in the room, like, in the bathroom goes off. And it's, like, whoa, I kind of burped there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, earlier in the film, the killer had um, the, oh god, do we, should we break down the characters and just go, like, step by step? Yeah, I, might might yeah, be a little easier to follow. Indistinguishable from each other, though, is the thing, like, yeah. Well, there's the, the final girl, I don't remember yeah. her name, but she's the final um, girl, and then um, the final girl's best friend, um, who's, like, the one who takes her to Hellfest, and then there's... Uh, the best friend's roommate, who's the wild child, who we love. Yeah, yes. that's Taylor. That's Bex Taylor class's character. His name. And Taylor. then their boyfriends. There's boyfriend yeah. number one, two, and three. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna the boyfriends pull up are the like super generic. Uh, I remember one's name is Gavin because they say it like 15 times. Yeah. Um. And then the other one is Quinn. I remember Taylor's boyfriend is Asher. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. But and- yeah, so Gavin's the first to die. Um. Because he goes, he tries to win a toy to impress the final girl. And he can't win one, so he goes, like, behind the scenes to try to just take one. And then the mask killer follows him and smooshes his brain with one of those, like, test your strength mallets. And it's gooey and cool, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, don't all the guys die first? Yeah. They do! No, 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 wait. I think, uh, who, who's the uh, wild child again? Quinn, Quinn Taylor. and Taylor die at the Taylor. same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the two, there's two, f- wait, are there two? Um, Sorry. Natalie and Brooke part. are the other girls. Yeah. Um, Brooke is the one that's, like, she's wearing the cat ears, and then, uh, Natalie is the, the, um, the one that, like, the final girl? kind of our, yeah. I mean, they're both kind of final girls, but she's, like, more of the, like, she's framed as more of the protagonist because we follow her around more often than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. And she she's and actually the one who... Sorry, go ahead, Kai. Oh, I was just going to say the, the two of them survive, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. usually there's just one survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so final final gals. Two final gal pals, you know, just just palling around, surviving murder. <laughs> just gals you know, like pals. friends do. I mean, to speaking go to Spain of gal together. pals, though, like, there was some serious gay energy between them. Mm-hmm. There's like, literally they, a scene where they, like, talk about running off to Spain together. They do. Yeah. Like, that's that's a, a very U-Haul WLW thing to do. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I hope that they end up together after the movie. That would be good. Yes. But yes, um, uh, sorry, I'm jumping all over the map. The first time they figure out that something is amiss is when they're going through the first, like, intense haunted house and the guy with the mask has been following this other girl through the park and, like, they, she runs through the scene and they assume she's a scare actor and so they just go, oh, yeah, oh, murder, ooh, scary. And then the guy comes in and, like, the, Natalie, right? She basically yeah. tells him, like, oh, you trying to scare me? Your victim's over there, dude. And then he kills her very brutally right in front of her. And that's kind of the first time she she 
kind of starts to think this this is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like that felt weird. Like that felt like he actually killed her. But I'm not going to overthink it cuz we're in a scary park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she just kind of walks away. <laughs> One thing that's, like, really cool about this movie is the atmosphere oh, is just yes. absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, just the most over-the-top, like, Halloween in your face, and I just absolutely love it. Like, honestly, it might be, it's more fun, I would say, to watch this movie in October. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was nice still to watch it now, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's just peak Halloween Honestly, since this was my first time watching it, I've I've been missing so much of that. Listen, October is my favorite month of the year. It just it's the year, the month where every day I just feel that Halloween spooky energy, and I just I just feel alive. And this mm-hmm. movie kind of brought some of that back. So even though it's not October, it's still it's one of those movies that's so spooky that no matter when you watch it, you get that Halloweeny mm-hmm. spirit. At least that's how I felt. Honestly, if you're not living Halloween every day, twenty four seven. What's the point? You gotta have that spirit in your heart. The spirit <laughs> yeah. of Halloween. Yes, spirit of Halloween. Was, my heart was vacant, but they moved right in. Filled <laughs> it with skeletons. My heart is a spirit Halloween, and that's why I'm goth now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something so terrifying about this movie in that there is absolutely no help. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. You, the security guard's fucking stupid. <laughs> the security yeah. guard's stupid, but literally the atmosphere is constant blood, murder, screaming, people screaming, "Help me!" Mm-hmm. So like, it, even if you're murdered in bro- like quote unquote broad daylight, even though it's night in front of like thousands of people, which a lot of these characters are, no one cares. No one reports it until like way later in the night. Yeah, it's because everyone thinks it's a joke up until like you. You see him basically, like, stab the shit out of two people at once. I would be so pissed if the last thing I see before I get horribly murdered is some college sorority chick going, Haha, do it. I dare you. Oh my god. Like, so, like, for for setup and, like, that was a good scene, but, but, like, if you're looking at it from the point of view of that girl who like is like oh my god he's gonna kill me and then he's like he like has her basically in a headlock with a knife to her throat and she's like just do it like i would be so mad (laughs) yeah i'd be screaming fuck you with my last breath yeah like but yes another atmospheric um plus to this movie is Mm -hmm. the tony todd tony todd is here he's the voice of all of the like little announcements over the the speakers um and uh and then he shows up and he's like in this like carney barker attire like the the ringmaster or ringleader whatever you want to call it very hot (laughs) and like he may he may because you said this um in our like little group chat while we were watching it hannah you said basically that he made the phrase um we are experiencing technical difficulties really sexy (laughs) (laughs) i was like god that's so true (laughs) oh my god tony todd can do no wrong Mm -hmm. he can't he's just his voice it's just so good Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah. Well, and what was it? It was cool because they, uh, it's for a stage show where they invite, oh God, I forgot, Taylor? Taylor. Taylor onto the stage to like reenact a beheading for, uh, I keep wanting to say the name of the, the scary thing we went to in Oklahoma. Um, Fright Fest? Yeah, I do, but it's, it's Hellfest, cut it. It's Hellfest. It's <laughs> very similar. So like. But yeah, they invite um, Taylor on stage for a uh, fake beheading, and they riff really well. Like, I would watch mm-hmm. the TV show of those two. Like, I just like their energy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But yeah, then, oh my god, that probably was the worst scene to watch, because it's a fake beheading. And then, like, they end the show and pull the curtain, and the killer is masquerading as one of the stagehands. And they say, like, oh, you'll let her out, right? Because she's still in the, gui- no, not guillotine, the stockade or whatever. Um, well, she well, is attached to a guillotine. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but he doesn't let her go. He just, he actually tries to guillotine her. But the thing that effed me up is that it didn't work. It, like, went a little yeah, bit into was- her neck, and then it got stuck. Yeah. It was I mean, so would... it was so blunt that like it it yeah. couldn't go through the skin or the I mean, bone all the way. That would mm-hmm. be realistic for like a prop for sure. Like that mm-hmm. makes sense that it wouldn't actually be sharp. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like a super tense scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it, like you really think... throws you off guard. Yeah, you th- you think that it's gonna go all the way through and then it doesn't, and then, uh. Taylor basically gets up and is, like, running around, like, screaming for help, and the killer just kind of chases her for a little bit, and then, like, he slits her throat and then stabs the other friend in the stomach, and then everyone's like, oh, wait, that's real blood, <laughs> and then that's that's how they know that it's real and that the security needs to come get this man. <laughs> Something similar not super similar, but, like, along the same vein happened one time. I was in an acting class where we had to do, like, performance art about, like, you know, pain through art and all that shit. And there was one person who did a dance, and they got up and they did the splits, and they warned me, like, hey, I'm gonna do something in the middle of the act, and you have to, like, get up and join me and make sure everybody gets up and joins me, too. And I'll be like, wait, but what are you gonna do? And they're like, you'll know, you'll know. And then... (laughs) They they jumped into a splits and they started screaming and I was like wait is this the signal and they're like no it's real because they had dislocated their leg oh my god oh. <laughs> yep and then we went to the ER oh my oh. god but it was awful because for once for since it was a performance everyone kind of looked at each other like what what's, is this part of it because this is really good if it's part of it they're like no it's real goddamn. <laughs> See, that's the that's the problem with acting sometimes, especially if it's in a personal setting, you just do not know. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and that's why I hate this idea of, like, method acting, like, oh, man, Leonardo DiCaprio actually hurt his hand on set, or, like, he actually ate the bison liver. I'm like, someone's gonna get hurt, y'all. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's Learn not how to hurt, act. <laughs> like, it, it's very easy to, like, hurt people. And not do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like it's called acting. Or sometimes for a it. it <laughs> yeah, and so like, in Jared Leto's uh, like case, it was like he actually did kind of hurt people emotionally. <laughs> so, yeah. and I still don't. I don't know why they still have him as the Joker. Like, what is the point? Honestly, I have no idea. Don't um, you see? Well, anyway. Um, Anyways. <laughs> after that. So, but yeah. do you guys have a favorite kill in the film? 
Um, the one that freaked me out the most is Asher's kill, where uh, he gets a needle stabbed all the way through to his brain. Oh yeah, that one was that was really gross. In, yeah, like, like the best way. My one of my biggest like squicks is like eye horror, like anything that happens to like eyeballs. I I have no I, no reason why. Maybe because my dad is an optometrist, but like ever since mm. I was little, like. I don't trust anyone to touch my eyeballs except for myself and my dad. So, like, yeah, if I if I ever like, go to another doctor, I'm like, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, like, when I watch people put contacts in, it freaks me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll touch my eyes all day long. Let's go. Yeah, I, I kind of do that, but, like, like the needle being very close to the eyes like just like there's a very close-up shot of like the needle getting really close to his eye and mm-hmm. like it, uh, <laughs> they linger on it it's it's they intense do. it's it's very intense and i have no idea why that like probably just association but i have no idea why that that particularly freaked me out about the whole thing it wasn't even that it went into his eye i just about the time it went into his eye like as soon as it made contact i was fine but it being really close just really fucked with me (laughs) i mean fair Um, yeah (laughs) my favorite were probably two moments i don't even think they were kills my favorite one is they, they the boys and the girls split up and go into different haunted houses and the girls go into this one where there's, like, this ceiling of this, like, green, misty light, and you can, like, touch your fingers through it, and it looks like the light is kind of dissipating like water, and it's so cool. And then, like, one of the scare actors grabs their arm when they go up to touch the light, and it just, it, that mm-hmm. really got to me, and I was like, oh, I wish I could do that. That's so cool and so smart. And the other one was towards the end of the film when the killer is chasing down uh, Natalie and Brooke? Yes. In to this, like, dead-end hallway that is just a bunch of mannequins with white masks on them. Mm-hmm. And they have the really smart idea to, like, put on one of the robes of the mannequins and the masks so that the killer can't tell which is them. And, like, it's just... The this room itself is so cool and so well set up. And it's just... It's this perfect flipping of, like, you didn't know where the killer was, and now you don't know where the heroes are, and you're just terrified that he's gonna find them. And it's mm-hmm. so so well done yeah yeah that scene in particular is really good um anything where like they're trying to backtrack and get away from them which is another conversation we need to have all of the homages to stuff um because the backtracking is very much a uh a shining thing um (laughs) but like your favorite very smart yes what is your favorite Mm. i liked Probably Asher's also, because it's, like, really mm. slow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They, like, just the lingering shots, they get ya. Yeah. They get ya. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, Marty, why don't you tell them about the, the backtracking Shining thing? Okay, so, like, literally at the very end, right when they start, basically, the climax scene, um... Like, the killer, like, walks into the entrance of the maze and grabs an axe, which is, like, all, like already, like, we're setting it up. And then he, like, uh, he's, like, chasing them down and stuff. And then at one point, they, um, 
they figure like they're far enough away from him that they they like figure out that like the traps are triggered by um like lasers on the floor and so they backtrack all the way back to a closet and then they hide in the closet um while the killer is like still trying to like get to them and they go all the way back to the beginning yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah but like like it's it's like very smart to do that like basic basically pull a danny torrance and like hide in the closet so that um so that like that person will just walk past you and they wouldn't even know it um but then they actually realize that he broke the lock on the door so that they can't get out and so they had to go all the way back through the maze from the start and um that was also really cool because then you get to see the whole thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the production design on this is awesome. So I was mm-hmm. reading online that they um they filmed this at Six Flags Georgia and they used a lot of <laughs> like, awesome. breakfast props. Mm-hmm. Which like nice. I'm super impressed. Um our yeah. breakfast props were not like near as good. But we got all the secondhand stuff because basically our park was owned by Six Flags, but it's not actually a Six Flags. So yeah. like we just got all their leftover stuff. Which, like, mm-hmm. we still did really cool things with it, so it's fine. Um, but, like, you can tell, obviously, the props in the movie are, like, hardcore. Yeah. Um, a lot of them looked like real weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's, like, this giant eyeball and that's, like, attached by, like, this gooey strand that's, like, an animatronic, like, waving at people as it enters the park. There was this yeah, giant I man made that. of clay. I loved the, the big dirt golem. He was my, one of my favorite background pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so in the end, should we talk about the ending? Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually didn't mind it so much. I think they were going more for metaphor than like... It felt like they were trying to do a Michael Myers. A little bit. I can see that. Kind of like, anyone can be the boogeyman. Woo! Yeah, Even but a like, single father. <laughs> yeah, but like the, I don't know, but for whatever reason, like showing that he had a daughter and like that he's just kind of a normal father took me out of it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's how the movie ends. I guess we should explain first how it ends. Yeah. So he goes mm-hmm. home after murdering a bunch of people and like, yeah, goes home to his daughter basically. Who lives and she's with like, him. "Daddy, did you bring me anything?" And he's like. I got you this, and it's a creepy, like, sock monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the best dad ever. Thanks, dad. (laughs) Awesome. I Uh, might be projecting, because I saw um, Nick's Fears video on this movie, actually, so I kind of liked her interpretation of, like, just the... I don't know, the idea that these serial killers don't always have motive. Sometimes they're just people. And it can be anybody, and they just, there's no discernible motive. They have a family, they have loved ones in their life, but they can still do really effed up things. Like, having a family doesn't make you, like, a saint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my interpretation, because there's a, like, a bit at the very beginning where he, like, hones in on someone talking about the scare actors and basically just calls them freaks, and he, like, hones in on it, and he's like, and I took that personally. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I then he chases that. her, and that's the girl that dies in the beginning where it's like, do it. <laughs> Which is and, why I think it relates to the Michael Myers thing of like, we don't know why he kills, he just does it's yeah. it can be for the pettiest of reasons like he's not doing god's work he's not doing the devil's work he's just doing things because he can yeah, yeah. i i just personally think that he takes his scare acting job way too seriously <laughs> but i don't because i don't think he's a an employee there like i thought he was because no, like, he entered through like the guest entrance right yeah, yeah but he had a mask on him that was part of the stuff before he even like. I mean, he, like didn't he didn't grab the mask? That's not super um, unusual though. Like, yeah, he could probably have found out where they bought it, or like maybe he was like worked some other job, like security, or like had access to it somehow. Like, could have killed know. someone and got... taken it. Yeah, like I just got the impression that yeah. like he was just visiting there. Yeah. That was another twist that the movie added that I wasn't expecting when um, there's a point where you have to get on this little, like, ride to get into the part of the park where people can touch you, and it's mm -hmm. super scary, and, like, the ride breaks down, and then the guy with the mask shows up, and he, like, crawls into her, like, ride vehicle, and it's revealed that, oh, this is part of the park, like, there's, like, 16 different people wearing this mask and this is part mm -hmm. of the act so that doubles the tension because you're like oh yeah. my god yeah i mean I at one point there there is another person wearing that mask so what i gathered from that was that he is an employee but like it might be his day off or something and he's just like might want to kill today don't know <laughs> yeah, i don't know i'm still of the opinion that he's just like a rando and because yeah. it would also be super easy to trace it t to him if he was an employee, I feel like. Because that's, like, who the police yeah. would investigate first. That's true. Um, well, either way, it's just, like, he goes home and he's a normal man. He's, he's, he's normal-man. It's Norman. Norman normal ba nope. man. Norman. <laughs> normal man. Yes. But not Norman Bates. Um, no. He's a little peculiar. But yeah, I guess, like, I don't know. I guess I didn't really mind the ending. Um, I guess I, I kind of agree with what Hannah said. Like, Nick Spears' video mm -hmm. made me think way more positively about it. Yeah. I mean, like, I haven't seen that video. Um, but the second time around, I do think it's a better movie than when we originally saw it. Um, yeah. Just because I had a problem with the ending when we were watching it um, for the first time. But this time around, it's not as, like, it still feels a little weird to me, but I'm not as, like, mad about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I agree. I think this is a simple movie, and I think if the ending tried to pull some, like, really big twist, like, it's the president, or it's <laughs> <laughs> it's an alien, or something, like, completely out of left field... I wouldn't have liked it, but I think it follows with its simplicity of, like, it's yeah. a killer, he's killing people in a in a horror park. It's almost like, it's kind of like that idea of why didn't I think of that? It's like, oh, of course it's just a normal guy. Like, there's nothing more to it. There's no big mm -hmm. twist. There's no big reveal. It's just some guy. Yeah, yeah like, I, I wasn't, like, expecting a big reveal. I just kind of, I don't know. I wasn't expecting the ending to, like, reveal that he was just a normal guy. For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It, 
like I'm not I'm not too mad about it, but like it was like it's so simple that it's unexpected for horror. I Which I think is I the, say, the yeah. I think that's riffing off it too because like we do expect it to be this big reveal like what happens when you take off Michael Myers mask what happens when you take off Jason's mask what happens and all these big things that's built up to be this big mystery and in this one you don't even get to see him his face he's just an avatar and I think there's Mm -hmm. something there's something interesting in that I like that yeah the only thing about it that bugs me though is like of course near the beginning they have to give this really dumb heavy-handed monologue about it so like they mentioned that um, the previous year someone had been murdered at a different haunted house. And one of the characters is like, dang, isn't that so creepy that like there's <laughs> murderers walking among us and it could be anyone. We just don't know. And I'm like, okay, they really had to like rub that in. Like, hey, look what we're trying to say. Anyone yeah. could be a killer. Which like, you know, um, that's true. But also like, I don't know. I think it's just really funny. Adam's Family movie did that with one joke. They didn't even have to have a whole movie about it. When Wednesday is like, it's like a Halloween time, and they're like, Wednesday, where's your costume? They look just like everyone else. (laughs) And scene. Boom. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's pretty great. I was was thinking of the scene where it, like, in, I think, the second one, where um, uh, Debbie is like, you must be a lady killer, and and Gomez goes acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I I love this movie. I thought the the production design is the star. Like yes, they live definitely. in every single atmospheric moment in this film. Like Kai, you, you said it all. It's just they're so detail oriented, and it's mm-hmm. freaking beautiful. It's like you're there. Like they do. This is the closest I've ever seen a movie. To giving Feel you like experience a experience of being yeah. in a funhouse, yeah. yeah. Screw you, I, it's I, chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I really loved the set pieces in this movie. Um, there was one point where one of the jump scares got me so bad. Uh, <laughs> like it, it was like they're they like turned a corner and someone scared like the shit out of them and. <laughs> TMI, you can cut this, Kai, if it's, like, too much. But, like, it scared me so bad it made me fart. <laughs> That's, like, a Lissa thing. That is something Lissa would say. I, I know. the purest fear, though. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think what else. I think I've said all I want to say about this. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would recommend it. I think yeah, like, it's I would fun, recommend especially it as to well. watch with friends, uh, mm-hmm. maybe while having a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. The, in, in like the syringe shots that they oh have in gosh. the movie. <gasps> yeah, those were so cool looking. Yeah. Oh, y'all, I really want to go to Halloween Haunted Horror Nights at Universal with y'all. Yes. Oh, me too. I really want uh, to have another Halloween party because we didn't get to have one last, last year because of uh, the... Um, Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, Backstreet Boys reunion tour is a code word basically for COVID. Uh, and I haven't heard this at all. And this has been going on for like over a year now. Um, it, it's, I'm not sure how long it's been going on, but I've heard a couple people use it and I, I kind of picked it up. <laughs> that is all very right. funny. I like that. <laughs> um, so do you guys have any last thoughts? 
Um, go go watch this film. It is on Netflix, so you don't have to go digging around on other sites. Um, we are we are true to form for this episode yeah. for once. Yeah. <laughs> They just put a bunch of new stuff on Netflix, so now I feel, like, reinvigorated. Because for a while, honestly, I was kind of like, even though there's still a lot of good stuff on there that we haven't talked about yet, I was kind of getting tired of, like, they didn't have very many options for a while. Um, yeah. But now they've, like, put a ton of new stuff on there, so I'm really excited to talk about some mm -hmm. of these. Yeah. This was a good one. I really enjoyed this, because yeah, I was with you, Kai. Every time we went on Netflix and we looked at the options, I was not... Oh, I cringed. Because it's not even fun bad. It's just boring bad. There's a lot yeah. of boring bad on yeah. there. Yeah. Not Hellfest, though. Yeah, Hellfest is fun. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to end with two quick stories. One is I enjoyed going through a haunted house with Marty in the bomb one because we got so... Like, my way of dealing with fear is, like, I sing. It's very mm -hmm. annoying. I am a theater kid. It's not annoying. It's just very funny. But yeah, it was I mean really fun. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say you're a good singer, so like Aww. I don't mind. But it was fun because when Marty and I went through, we got through it by like chanting "Anything can happen on Halloween," yeah. the Tim Curry song. And yeah, then that with was Kai, fun. I just remember going through the haunted house, and you would work there, so you were just like, "Oh man, great job! You, you did so good." Mm -hmm. Or you're like, "Oh, you got us!" And it was you were just so complimentary. At least that's how I remember it. While I was like scared shitless, mm -hmm. and then we have our friend Aaron, who's been on the podcast once in a while. He, I went through a haunted house um, with him one time, and he was hilarious because I was so scared. My way of getting through haunted houses is putting my head down and just running. Um, and he wouldn't let me. He wanted. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Let's stop and admire this craftsmanship." <laughs> and he would of just course. stare at the set pieces. Very, very and, much like, an Aaron thing <laughs> and like deconstruct what it means and it was so i like i appreciate that so much now but at the time i was so scared <laughs> i love that story mm -hmm. I, I feel like at one point during the haunted house that we went through i was screaming i'm not scared i'm not a <laughs> pussy i don't remember that <laughs> but yes. i was i was very much a pussy like i i like i was like struggling to actually like make myself go into the haunted house when they were like, they were good at their job so like yeah. yeah i mean i think it's like more the fear of like not knowing when someone's gonna yeah. jump out at you yeah mm -hmm. someone with a general anxiety disorder haunted houses are like not my forte uh, just mainly because like the anticipation of someone jumping out is worse than like anything actually happening see it's for like, me oh sorry, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Well, for me, it was almost validating because I I live my life constantly in fear that someone is going to jump out and like I don't know whack me. Um, and it was kind of are nice you in a gangster in movie? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get whacked, Hannah. I can't say anything else. Gonna be sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> They'll get me. They'll whack me. Um, but no, it was almost it's kind of validating to be in a safe space where you know they can't touch you, but you know something's gonna pop mm -hmm. out of you. Like it's a certainty. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like yeah. for whatever reason I just cannot get it through my head that like like I know logically that they cannot touch you and the worst that they're going to do is jump out at you with something, but like I don't I don't know why, but just like the anticipation is always so much worse than anything else for me. That's and fair. so like I don't know. I just get it in my head about it, but the that 
haunted house that we went through was really fun and i really liked the scare actor in there that was like dressed in a like a bride costume and like had a chainsaw like they (laughs) were awesome that was like my favorite part of the whole thing was was that person yeah kind of how do you feel going through haunted houses that can be kind of our at least that's how i'm seeing our wrapping up kind of going Mm -hmm. ah so at least like when i was working there it wasn't ever scary because like we like when i first got hired i mean like one of the first things my boss did was take us through all the houses just to see um and like i went through like multiple times because uh sometimes like the supervisors would be like hey go through this house and tell me like if the actors are actually doing a good job and like if they're doing what they're supposed to and so I ended up going through a lot, so I kind of knew where everything was. And, like, some of the people- this was really annoying, though. Some of the people wouldn't try to scare me because they knew me. Oh, and, like, okay. yeah, that super annoys me because, like- and I feel like you shouldn't do that because, like, sometimes the actors, if they're having a day off or whatever, they'll come with their friends or their family and, like, you know, if they're just having fun, like, they want to be scared. So, like, even if it's <laughs> somebody you know, you should still try to scare them. Um yeah. But it's mm-hmm. fun to go through. Like, I think it's fun. Um, yeah, there, there's a thing about getting into your head also with, like, acting, too, though. Like, it's like you can scare random people all you want, but, like, like when someone you know shows up, you're just like, oh, hey, Greg, how's it going? Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. friend Olive wants scared. to talk Olive. to friend. Olive, like, <laughs> went in on me. She would not let up until I pissed myself. Yeah. Well, See, well Olive it. is also just extremely good at acting. <laughs> that is true. But I, I honestly love it when people would do that. There was this one girl I worked with who was awesome, and she could, like, do contortions, basically. Like, Ooh. bend herself all the way backwards, like, from The Exorcist. <laughs> and uh, that was really cool. I like that. I, I've always wanted to be able to do that, and I used to be able to, like get as far as like my head going to my knees almost oh my gosh um but i was also about 12 at the time so i i was very spry nowadays not so much yeah i feel that (laughs) Uh, i feel so old but like i'm only 23 what's the deal I know the feeling though i went to the skate park today and like watched all these little tiny kids like skating their asses off and meanwhile i'm like falling on my butt but i mean you know it's fun it's fun to watch people actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah but anyway this was super fun thank you guys so much yeah yeah go to a haunted house feel young again once everything is like calmed down don't go right now yeah once there's not a pandemic yeah um yeah if you want to hear more from us, you can find Netflix and Kill on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. Um, you can find us on Patreon. We really appreciate any support that you guys are willing to throw our way. It helps us be able to afford mm-hmm. new equipment and just keep our show running. Yep. Um, you get also- early access and extra episodes if you um if you subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, be sure to check out Marty's Transition Fund. There's a link in the yes. show notes. Yeah, yeah. If y'all want, if y'all want to help me out, go ahead. Um, yeah. 
Thank you again for listening. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for listening, and may your nightmares be plentiful. Anything can happen on Halloween. (laughs) 